0: Hello, all. Welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 260, and today we'll be talking about Steven Universe the movie. I'm GC13.
1: I'm Isabel. I'm Sophia.
0: And I'm David. So, Spinel is a precious cinnamon roll who must be protected. All in favor say aye.
2: Aye. aye.
0: Okay, measure carries. Can't believe that she didn't get
3: hugged. It hugs. says
2: right here. Right in my notes, Spinell is baby, spelled B-A-B-E-Y.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Steven was heartless for never giving Spinella a hug at the end. There was like so much tension there as I waited for Steven to just reach out and give her more physical contact than just her hand because she was so sad and, you know, I'm glad that she went with the diamonds, but man, I don't know. If I was standing there right now in the past slash the future... <laughs> Two years in the future, and I could offer Spinel comfort after seeing those tears, you know, I would.
0: The whole movie, I thought that Spinell was going to come back on her own because that, oh, well, obviously she's mad because Pink Diamond ignored her, just like Steven is ignoring her. So that experience is going to just happen on its own. But no, it turned out we got a very sad backstory song.
2: Yeah, although it almost happened a couple times, like you saw her sort of trauma, her abandonment, fear popping up
0: oh yeah she freaked out that one time
2: well two times well she didn't she freaked out once and then she kind of sulked away a second time and her memories did somewhat come back on her own you know it just took oh my god and then her saying the garden after steven asks about it breaks my heart every time just that voice acting her face oh mm, chef's kiss so good (laughs) It, it makes me cry
3: I mean, bringing up the voice acting, I don't think we've ever been treated to a voice actor who is, besides in our main cast, uh, but but this movie just featured Spinell's voice actor so well. She had so much texture to everything she said and so much subtlety in every time that there could be subtlety expressed. It seems like the opportunity was taken, even in the songs. Like, there's a reason that it made it to the number four trending Other Friends
0: yeah, well, I mean, that and because it was Electro Swing, and everyone loves Electro Swing.
2: Oh, her song is so good. Steven Universe needs more swing. Like, the second I I started, like, hearing the music hitting and I'm like, holy cow, Steven! Give me that <laughs> swing! That was very good. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, her song is absolutely fantastic. Just the... Ugh, I just love Spinel and how just everything about her drips characterization from her voice acting from her animation, from her design, like she's animated. She just moves and exists in Steven Universe in such a unique way. And she's so animated, if you know what I mean. Like her eyes and her limbs are all (laughs) so expressive.
3: Yeah, it's not, you know, it's easy to notice her limbs, but they actually did a ton with her eyes, with her like pupils and irises always changing size and gaining like Concentric rings that were mm-hmm. like terrifying, uh, yeah. including in the mm-hmm. other friends montage.
2: And they kind of lag behind her head.
3: <laughs> yeah, that which is just that, so that nice. one frame is so creepy. <laughs>
2: it, it happens a couple times. She whips around and her eyes are like kind of lagging behind there, and everything oh, about yeah, her. Yeah. She's, you know, I think pretty much everyone has noticed this. She's very much inspired by early 1900s animation. You know, like Disney is one yes. of it, but Popeye. All that super bouncy, energetic, like, what is anatomy, I don't know, kind of <laughs> animation that's just so good and how it moves with the music and oh, mm, delicious. And her, <laughs> she even has the, like, 3D space-defying Mickey Mouse ears, where no matter what oh, you yes, look yes. at there's still circles, or in this case, there's still hearts, which was very, very good. Like, she's so clever and dynamic as a character. And, like, in her, when she's her first form, Baby Spinel is what I've been calling it, she, like, squeaks. Like, she, like, like a dog toy. Like, whenever she does something super expressive, she, like, has a little squeak. Like, when she's grabbed by Amethyst's whip, she sort of squeaks like a dog toy. Or when she walks on her big feet. Or, um, when she grabs Pink Diamond's hand. (laughs) Yeah, heartbreakingly. it, like, pops up. Mm -hmm. It's just dog toy noises. And it's so good.
1: It's so good.
0: I mean, when, when I saw the trailer, you know, whenever I'm wondering where does Steven Universe go from here, I, I, my mind always wants to go to political. And while after, after you know, Steven and Connie were locked away in that tower, I was, I'm, I'm still kind of upset that we didn't get a civil war between the diamonds after that. <laughs> I am mm. oh so happy with the spinel we got here. Like, oh, this was, this was beautiful. Just her, her backstory was so tragic, but she as a character is so, mm. I love it.
1: Uh, speaking of her backstory, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it reminded me a lot of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit from Epic Mickey. Has anyone heard of that game or played it or anything? Uh,
3: it was a super popular game that was on yeah. my maybe favorite console of all time, the Wii. Uh, yeah. But I didn't play it.
1: But yeah, her story reminded me a lot of that because she was like, or he was like, you know, Oswald was abandoned by like, you know, Walt Disney and all that. That's That's what's in the game. Oh, know.
3: yeah, that's actually a really good parallel since it's also the same animation style and stuff.
2: Yes. Yeah. People have been bringing up the parallel from Toy Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the oh, memes. Yes.
3: yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I mean, isn't it I don't want to play with same? you anymore. <laughs> oh, it, it
3: God. It is the same quote. Yeah, I mean, so Steven Universe, it, it's kind of amazing that this didn't end up feeling too repetitive because we've already dealt with characters who were either explicitly locked up by Rose or just locked up for a very long time and have dealt with some version of PTSD and and sadness but this twist is really good and the fact that it was based on a song that Rebecca Sugar put in another show years ago is also kind of incredible mm. yeah like she snuck it into adventure time how did she do it <laughs> the for like i know the foreshadowing memes They've felt hollow before, but now I know they're
0: real. (laughs) Rebecca Sugar is the master of foreshadowing. Everything Stays from Adventure Time's Staked miniseries is Spinel's story. You can't convince me that she hadn't conceived of it already at that point. Like, she even sang the song herself. She didn't just provide the lyrics. She sang it. Yeah. I mean,
3: at the very least, even if it wasn't explicitly the same thing, she's had this idea. She, she enjoys this idea of an abandoned thing that changes out in a garden in her mind. But yeah, in the, in the idea that this has ever, you know, Spinell stories ever been suggested to us before in the series, I did think back to how Rose used to describe Greg as a plaything. And that word always like stood out mm. in We
0: Need to Talk, mm. where, you know, I really want to play with you.
3: Yeah, but now from the perspective that she was like born given an entertainer, and then when she went to Earth, she literally found new playthings to replace her old plaything. It's kind of an interesting concept, and I wonder if they had been thinking about spinel in the past. Mm.
2: Yeah, there was this one meme where it's like Rose walks by an old Mickey Mouse showing, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh Wah! yeah, I left my spinel and she just suddenly <laughs> remembers thousands of years later, which is <laughs> terrible, but oh. so funny.
0: I will say this: people, a lot of people are using this to say, you know, Rose was an awful person, you know, and it is true. Pink Diamond was pretty bad, but like you got to remember, this was before she ever got the colony. This is ever before she decided to start fighting for Gem freedom. This is this was basically when she was trying to have the wrong character development. At first, everything's fun. Oh, hey, I'm just a Fun little, fun loving little goofy silly diamond. And I have my Spinel. Then she's trying to grow up and be like blue and yellow, which was the wrong character development. (laughs) By the time she had the right character development, she couldn't go back to get Spinel because Spinel would 100% blow her cover and jeopardize the earth. So (laughs) it might just be that Spinel is an unfortunate victim of, you know, protecting the earth.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, it's possible that Pink assumed someone would come and get her. Yeah,
0: I was... How did Blue not go and recover? You know, one of Pink's treasures. Did she not know about the garden? She said
2: lost treasures.
0: Yeah, but, like, surely they knew about the, the garden. It had a right? warp pad on it and everything. So she took over the zoo. Like, I, I, I do think that the garden and the spinel is kind of a retcon. I wish that there had been some kind of explanation for why Blue did not recover spinel. Much like I kind of wish there was some explanation for... You know where Spinel got her st- had time to loop Steven's <laughs> message to the universe over and over. I think then it get that stuff itself. and then get to Earth. But she has to listen to it over and over and over again, losing her mind. And then she has <laughs> to get the stuff, and then she has to get to Earth, and she has to do that in just a couple of hours. And it takes several hours <laughs> for a diamond ship to yeah. fly to Earth.
2: I wouldn't say it took. It was hours. Well.
0: Yeah, I mean, does
3: her does the injector have a gravity engine on it? Probably not. I have a lot of feelings about the injector that is hopefully coming out in a video that will be sometime on our channel next week. But um suffice yeah. to say, yeah, they just completely threw away any notion of explaining to us anything about the injector or using the injector in a meaningful way. Because like, why did she bring an injector? Anyway, just like thematically? Does it well, really that- make sense?
2: <laughs> He- Steven literally says, should I get the diamonds? Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, no, no, actually- Yes! Actually, Earth was never in danger. Paradot said that there was a five cubic meter per hour destruction rate, and she also said that there was 41 hours worth of destruction left. So if you do the math, that means that not much except around Beach City was ever in danger at all.
2: She literally said all the people on Earth would die.
0: <laughs> she was wrong. Did you, did you see how confused she looked for just a moment there before she very confidently
2: Yeah, but like also entire
0: earth was doing All
2: the goop All the goop was gone. All right? the goop
0: got out and then everything was fine.
2: What did they Beach do City They just got like wrecked. the the gems just get some sippy straws and you know have a
3: <sighs> No, apparently <laughs> Steven just gets super hydrated and yep. kisses it all.
0: But again, it's literally just the beach city area that gets damaged. I don't think the earth was ever actually in danger. I think that injector was. I mean, she does kind of have an out on the injector. I think it might have been stored at or near the garden. Like, you know, this is how they prepped the area for the garden. You know, they kill all the pre existing organic life.
2: My guess is she started warping around pre existing gem, like homeworld and gem settlements that she knows of, and talking to other gems and you know, hearing word of mouth, Savior of the Galaxy, Steven Steven Steven, and then eventually getting her hands on an injector that nobody was using. <laughs> and piloting
1: it over.
3: And customizing it. And some and some bio poison, which I guess. Peridot has never seen in an injector before as a certified
0: kindergartner. Hmm. Well I mean the kindergartens will kill organic life on their own.
2: How'd she get it custom made with her gem on it? in like half a day
3: well it definitely some the fact that it only responds to her also is baffling because if the if the movie wants to take the time to include a line for steven to explain why he's not going to contact the diamonds because he just says should i contact them and then doesn't if the movie's going to take that much careful attention to do that to serve the audience when the audience says oh shouldn't he have contacted the diamonds why didn't they go through the same level of, level of care at all for any relationship that Spinell has to that injector? But, you know.
2: <laughs> they could have figured out the pink note.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it w- everything would have been fine if they had not included lines to the effect of, this is the same day that I sent out that message. If if they had not had several lines that implied that, everything would have been fine. I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, Spinell spent a couple weeks doing all this, whatever. But no, they made it very clear, this is the same day that I did that. And it's like... I think they shot themselves in the foot with that, to be honest. <laughs> the, the infamous line that
3: Steven sings, just like, just moments ago we were singing this song, like. <laughs> just a second ago. Yeah, like just a second ago. He, uh, that line actually caught me off guard and made me laugh because I was like, mm. we've never seen things go so bad so fast for Steven in an impossible way.
2: Maybe what happened is when he, like, floated onto his bed in, in that song he like <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> he fell asleep and then woke up the next day and then that's him doing stuff that gives us at least another 12 <laughs> hours <sighs> yeah, yeah. to work with
3: <laughs> I don't know yeah
0: canon I, don't know. I was disappointed that we did not get to hear the heaven and earth beetle speak by the way they teased
3: us Yeah, yeah Babies. or any of the new gems speak which they all looked really awesome all those different jaspers looked Super cool.
2: Hey, hey, crew. Hey, crew Hey, question. You can hear us. (laughs) Hey, question, crew question. Where's Jasper?
0: Yeah, we're- (laughs) Obviously, she's on Neptune. She heard from the Rubies that it was a great place, and so she set up a summer home. I mean, it's just her and peak Pearl, Um, right? It's a
2: gas giant. There's no floor on Neptune. Jasper is really strong. Are you saying that she needs a floor? Okay, if she just wants to sit and be whipped around by constant hurricanes, like, I guess that's her business.
3: I mean, maybe Jasper and Pink Pearl in the two years decided to form another underwater dwelling monster and they're just hanging out underwater. Yeah, again.
2: and then, <laughs> of <from> course, Pink Pearl. <laughs> oh, boy. The massive, hanging, loose ends that just tickle your face. They <laughs> were like, the movie.
3: <laughs> even though we don't have the excuse of a cancellation, like, OKKO, we'll just throw Pink Pearl in at the end with an I. That will go unexplained.
2: Right? Oh my god.
0: Okay, okay. so I was wondering about actually the timeline. At first I thought that when she lost her pearl, she got our pearl almost immediately, and the pearl had been serving Pink Diamond for a couple thousand years before she got the colony. Now I kind of get the impression that, you know, she goofs off one time, one time too many. They take away her pearl as punishment. And then, you know, after a while, Blue gives her Spinel as a replacement, and then only after she gets the colony does she get Pearl.
2: But Spinel would have known Pearl, and Pearl would have known Spinell.
0: Yeah, so and they, they do both know each silent. other. Pearl
1: knows Spinel.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I just get the impression that Pearl was very new at the time of the colony. I don't think there was much
2: overlap. There was enough that they knew each other, but probably not a lot a lot. So, yeah, it's probably they... Got rid of her pink. No, because then I feel like she was using her influence from Spinel to impress Pink Pearl. That's how she was juggling. And that's why Mm -hmm. she was being silly. Like, she was like, oh, look what I learned with Spinel.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless Pearl, our Pearl, had just witnessed Spinel in some other way. Because, again, Pearl not originally being Pink's, like, could have existed somewhere else. I mean, I guess since we now know that white makes all pearls, it Mm -hmm. still seems like our pearl was explicitly created to replace pink pearl, but maybe
0: she was somehow around before.
2: Does white make all pearls? Do we know that?
0: White is involved in the creation of all pearls, but I do think that the other diamonds can contribute essence to them, like to make blue pearl or yellow pearl or pink pearl. Right, she takes a bath in an injector or whatever. It's much like I would assume that all possible spinels would include pink diamond's essence. It's just that another diamond could add their own essence to get a different kind of spinel.
2: Their diamond juice.
0: Their diamond bathwater. <laughs> I can't- I mean, the fact that they really True made it means never die. Ugh.
2: I would pay for that diamond bathwater.
0: I would start my own colony with that bathwater.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, Steven's bathwater heals humans, too. So
0: I mean, do do we have do we have proof that Stephen Bathwater can heal humans? I mean, some yes. kind of bathwater heals. Corrupt oh, you're gems. are about the, it
1: spits and tears. Yeah, you're
0: talking you're talking about when he, there's he's sitting in the pool at the very end and he looks like he's taking a wee in it. He just has to He's concentrating <laughs> really hard.
2: Stephen, you know there's a chemical in the water that turns urine blue,
0: <laughs> or in this case, pink. <laughs> oh God.
2: <laughs>
3: Is that what was in the injector? Okay, so
2: I'm David.
3: This movie was a musical, and there was a lot the music of music was wonderful. Happened, but what else did you guys? We, we we brought up other friends a little bit, but what have, were there any other standout songs for you?
0: Independent together,
3: Steven
1: yes. and Amethyst mm. song.
3: So yes. good,
2: so good.
0: Yes, no matter what, I loved. I loved Independent together. I loved No matter what. I loved. Disobedient. I love the reprise of "Let Us Adore You." I mean, it still <laughs> makes me a little bit sad, but it's like a happy kind of sad. Where spinella's is like, she's she's getting right back into it. Oh, and "Who We Are" with with Bismuth. Oh, the yes. Hell, the, as love long as that. one of us is still standing to brandish the star. Oh, I love it. I can't
3: believe we didn't know Bismuth had. Apparent <sighs> apparently, she also sang in the finale or near the end of "Orange Is the New Black." But yeah, hearing Bismuth sing was really special. And also, I went and sought out the albums of Amy Mann and Ted, Ted Leo? Steg. Well, right. <laughs> Who, uh, their, are like band, the duo has it, or their duo, the the duo has, has at least one album out. And so if you just want to hear Steg and Opal singing a bunch of songs, it's
0: there. Like, does does it have a sound, anything approximating, independent together? Like, I hear that Mike Kroll's stuff was, like, he's the guy who did Disobedient. Yeah, no, it's the same sound.
2: I don't know if anybody else feels this way, because I haven't seen anybody talk about it. And it might just be me personally, because I am really into it. But a little bit of *Independent* Together gave me, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show vibes. Like, just in, hmm. in the sound of the song. It. I don't know if anybody else has felt that way.
3: I mean, I've seen Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: The performance or just the movie?
3: The movie, not the
2: Okay, you haven't mm-hmm. seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm sorry. Uh, uh,
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stegg sort of has a uh, performance, though, that's
0: like Rocky, I guess.
2: Oh my god, yeah, Stegg is a hunk.
0: And do you like his pelvic thrusting <laughs> in the d- in the smoke with his two-bar guitar right there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah (laughs) oh and of course how could i forget to call out the system boot pearl final three dot info yes i just i love the (laughs) i love the bit about this is an amethyst something is clearly wrong though and of course just as soon as spinel's music hits it's like oh it's beautiful yeah the
3: like twisted
0: way that the song spins with spinel is, is awesome
2: yeah and and amethyst mimicking pearl with the little thing.
0: Yep, and while they're both doing the, the arms up.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's and it really brings into, like, what Amethyst was like when she first emerged. She seemed to not really, like, not only did she not physically look like what she was supposed to, but I think, like, personality-wise, she wasn't an immediate ready-to-go soldier.
0: Nope, she, she wasn't yeah. an immediate ready-to-go anything. She's just, I'm gonna mimic you like a child now.
2: Yeah, Yeah. like, because we saw the other courts when they first emerged, when Rose went on her first little tour of the kindergarten, and they understood language and can produce their own, you know, unique thoughts and sentences and understood what was going around around them and what should be happening.
0: It's like we were told before, they, they emerge with everything they need to know already in them.
2: Yeah, and Amethyst was more like a blank slate. Tabula
0: rasa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, her, like, design even with
3: her sort of segmented arms mm-hmm. and legs mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of the, like, posable models that you use
0: in- Or arms- remember, remember when Lapis first comes out of the mirror, you briefly see her like that? Oh, yeah.
2: That's right, well, yeah. Weird. A little bit, yeah. And of course, yeah, talking about the Regenerations, they really pushed on the pilot form being canon, bizarrely. Yep. And it yeah. doesn't seem as much like an Easter egg as it much feels like, oh, yeah, they all looked like this for a little while. <laughs> Which is interesting. It's an interesting choice by the dev team.
1: Because
2: it doesn't really fit the style of any of the characters at all.
3: Well, also, it's like, it doesn't mean that the pilot actually happened. Because it if her reformation matches up to when in the timeline it happened, as far as that like little sequence with her and Rose then she doesn't have the pilot form after Rose disappears, which obviously she has the pilot form when Steven's around. So I guess Steven still never had his amazing comeback moments, yeah. except for obviously yeah. with White Diamond. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's saying that the pilot itself was canon, but that the outfits were. So, yeah, yeah and it's just because it's so weird because you have like Garnet, square hair, square hair, square hair. One reformation where she does not have her cube hair and then back to square hair again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she was she was experimenting then, you know. Got to keep the relationship fresh. The seventies were Precise, wild. experimental. There you go. She's learning from Pearl. But I mean, basically, I loved like more than half of the vocal tracks.
2: Oh, they were so good. Yeah. I I thought when I heard it was gonna be a musical, I'd be like, because mm, I'm not a huge fan of musicals. Like I always feel like the singing feels not well integrated into the storytelling. But of course, here it just integrated flawlessly. You know, with yeah, the previous context that we know that the gems are very musical and that Stephen and Greg are very musical and that singing and dancing is just what they do and how it worked with the plot points. And I felt like a couple situations, the, it was, the song was written first and then the fight scenes were choreographed to the song. Like where this one part that really sticks out to me is when Garnet is singing her song and Spinel dashes forward and she says, stop. In the song, she sings Stop and grabs Spinel's yeah. hands, and that really like, mmm, like that was some good cinematography. I really Pretty liked how that punchy, worked punchy, if you will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Stephen gets punched in the face. Um, yeah, Re- so Rebecca did a lot of interviews, obviously, before and-, and during the release of this movie, and apparently, besides having done a ton of research of TV movies and musicals in order to make the songs for for this movie she also shared a really interesting experience uh, about her meeting with chance the rapper and she sort of described how the same way that she knew as a cartoonist how to use pencils and paintbrushes to add texture to what she drew and animated she she kind of admits that when she when it came to songwriting she really only would just put together chords and lyrics and and that was all she thought about when she made a song and that chance sort of Revealed to her the way that you add texture and all this other meaning to the song. Like the way that Garnet says the word uh, trust. True. Truth.
2: It's the true kind of. Yeah.
3: (laughs) But uh, apparently she said it much more melancholy. And then Chance was like, sing it more like a kid swinging their arms around coming home. And that sort of attention to giving songs texture, I think is really apparent in this movie and really is what helps raise the bar of these songs from anything else in the show besides maybe Mr. Greg.
2: Yeah. And um, I remember someone mentioning it's like, oh, man, the animation in the movie was so good that they bring back James Baxter. And I would say no, they did not. Like even without looking at the credits, like nothing in the movie looks anything like what he would animate. What it does remind me of is when they brought a guest animator from Studio Trigger in Mindful Education. Oh, and he was
3: back for this one, too. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was?
2: Okay, then I was right, because I totally <laughs> recognized right. that style of animation. Like, there's this sort of, like, I cannot describe it in any other way than, like, the snap of a rubber band, where mm. it, there's sort of, like, a delay and then a go.
3: Yeah, I think he... There's several parts. The first part in the movie, that stood out to me, was, like, just when Pearl was getting up, recovering from Spinel, initially attacking them. Um, yeah,
2: and there's this sort of, like, anime feel to it, where mm-hmm. there's less frames, and the characters are sort of moving from space to space, Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's less fluid, but it's more expressive, do you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, it's not just less frames for the sake of less frames, the expression yes. stands out, that's like, a good way there's this Like, there's
2: this, this, another thing that they did in Alone Together, where Pearl was kind of, like, looking over Stevonnie when they first fused, and... Not like you don't see her moving around Stevani, You just see snaps of her in different poses around Stevani. And I feel like that's a very anime thing to do. Like that's definitely something that I could say is something that anime does a lot. And I felt that that sort of animation style was present a lot in the movie. And there was a lot of like that very, again, like the snap of a rubber band. It's like the delay and then a big movement.
0: I I do want to say that I really don't know why they spent time on Connie in this movie. Like, why establish
3: that
2: she's
0: going to Space Camp? (laughs) Only to throw
3: her away the whole movie. Well, it's like they wanted to spend time explaining why Connie wasn't going to be present in the movie. Much like how the diamonds weren't going to be present in the movie or the explanation of the injector in the movie.
0: Just have her go back home and then pick her up for the very end (laughs) sequence. You don't... uh. But clearly Space Camp was so important to her. I mean, I guess it. I guess it's the same amount of time, but I don't know. It's just
2: I want to see Stevani now. Two years in the future, are they going to be like <laughs> a giant? You know, are they? St- are they going to have like a full beard? Because Steg yeah, didn't be like have a 35 beard at years all. Years old now. Because <laughs> Steg didn't have a beard. Steg had like handsome stubble, You know.
0: I want to see a band composed of all of Steven's fusions. So Steg, Stefani, Smoky Quartz, Rainbow Quartz, mm. and Sunstone. And then I guess Obsidian can be like the, the venue they're playing. <laughs> Obsidian
2: <laughs> yeah, is the stage. Yeah, I
3: like the idea of Stefani with a beard of the same magnitude as old Steven from Too Many Birthdays. Like, to match the amount of hair that they have. No, 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 like old remember old steven's like giant white flowing beard
2: oh like okay huh
3: yeah i don't know just like an amount of hair that matches the amount of hair that stevani already has on their head
2: yeah i'd say five o'clock shadow minimum i wonder if steven is like actually shaving now or if he's still doing the one i mean he was
3: as of the finale uh, Well, one hair. Or the wedding episode. Mabel just
0: pounces in every so often.
2: Does he have two hairs now? You know? Yeah,
0: snips them off with tweezers and then runs away into the night.
1: Okay, so am I the only one who noticed this? The chest in Lion's Tree has been <laughs> opened. Oh, so many people uh, have been pointing that out. Why yeah. would they
0: tease us like that? Does no. this mean that season six is going to take place before the movie? That just makes it more depressing. Spinel <laughs> no. isn't happy
3: yet. I guarantee that it is. They opened it to let you know that it wasn't important and they're, it, it, it's over. Like, it's just their way
0: of... Making fun of us and mocking us forever, caring.
3: what like,
2: was in there. Do it doesn't matter
0: if the chest was empty. You still have to tell us what was in it. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. It's it's our way of marking that pro- other things have happened in the past two years, including Steven figuring out that he was he was strong enough to just open the chest on his own. But like, there's already been a tape and a gem in there. It's like, what what more do you want to be inside of Lion? There's already an in- inexplicable dimension and and multiple. African-based trees in Lion. You know, how many more significant things do you want to find out are
0: inside of Lion? At least one more.
2: (laughs) Look, listen, if we didn't have aeon-long hiatuses in this show, then maybe we wouldn't have gone buck wild over the Lion mystery. Maybe we would have been (laughs) able to accept it. But listen, we had to fill that space with something. And it's been there since the beginning. Like, we've seen Inside Lion's Mane in season one. It's season five. Now it's the movie. Please. (laughs) And we
3: still don't even, even after they told us what Lion was, we still don't know why Lion is. Why did Lion and his other Lion friends hang out with Rose in the desert?
0: Why? Yeah, like there's, there's so much we have to learn about Pink Diamond yet. And again, I, I don't think she's nearly as awful, uh, as I said before, as the fandom is making her out to be. Oh no, no. After she got pregnant, it was all good. You know, her and Greg?
3: Made it like, again,
0: work. The, sh- the way she treated Spinell, just using and abusing her like that, that was her taking the wrong kind of character development. That was her becoming more like yellow and blue, and that is a path she firmly rejected later in life.
3: Right, after she had a really uh, good few months with Greg.
0: No, she rejected that when she started the rebellion, but unfortunately uh, by then she can't go back for Spinell because Spinell will ruin it for her and doom the earth. I mean, it just stinks to be Spinel, but I want to hug her so much. Why didn't Steven do it for me? Yeah, also,
3: <laughs> I I still feel like it's pretty controversial for the Diamonds to be the ones that take Spinel. Because even though their song explains that they know she's not pink, their whole relationship is still based on the idea that she's a replacement for pink, which doesn't feel like the most solid footing for no. for Spinel. Also, the fact that Spinel's still being treated as an as an entertaining toy and not learning to be something else, which is sort of the thing that every other gem was supposed to be learning in this time
0: of ending the whole hierarchy. So the fact that we're reinforcing the hierarchy with I don't Spinel. Know. I think for Spinel, what's most important right now is that she feel loved, and she is definitely going to feel loved.
2: Yeah, like, I feel like the big thing is that the diamonds are lonely, and Spinel is lonely, and they, like, the diamonds are dying to give attention, and Spinel very much needs attention. So the both of them work pretty well together. It may not be like a permanent arrangement. You know, Skillnell might have a life outside of just like playing around with the diamonds. But hmm.
0: I just imagined her as like captain of the guard, like, you know, whatever the quartzes are doing, the, the quartzes is still on to do martial stuff, like becoming one of them. That would be funny. Using the power of the tune force. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The joke where Greg was like, all right, all right, I'll wash my hands. (laughs) Nasty.
3: Nasty. little toilet humor. That's the biggest, that's the biggest lore drop we've ever had. The fact that Greg has disgustingly never washed his hands during this series.
2: It's, it's, it's not even that He works at a car wash. Oh, right. Cool. Like that makes up for it. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like everyone's. You
2: raised a son. You raised a son. Steven would be disappointed, Greg. Nasty.
3: Everyone's thinking about the fact that Spinel in every episode of Steven Universe is just out there, you know, in the garden alone. But now I'm thinking of just the fact that every time we see Greg, he has freaking poo-poo on his hands.
0: (laughs) He's just like the Tattletale Strangler in that episode of Spongebob. I hope they're not dirty. Oh my god. (laughs) Holds the fingers up with all the absurd detail. (laughs) Oh god now I'm just waiting
2: for like an edit Throughout all of Steven Universe Where it just zooms in on every single time Greg has used his hands to touch something And it just like (laughs) Zooms in and vibrates violently And then cuts to the next thing
0: Uh, Saddle Greg
2: doesn't wash his hands
0: Maybe that's why he rubs Steven's hair so much (laughs) Trying
1: to wipe him off
0: Oh
3: Oh, god
1: Wipe a bit of the grime off
3: So in a more positive Greg note I really like that Amethyst isn't the only one Who's cussed in the show now um <laughs> the fact that Greg goes holy shh which I really liked the edit She of, did um, that? There was some edit someone made uh, on Twitter that I saw but where he actually says the word.
0: <laughs> but um
2: <laughs> Yeah, and business Holy thing, I didn't
0: wash off of my
2: hands. <laughs> oh god. Uh I love okay, Pearl calling it bass, because even me at twenty three years old. Still, when I read the word, I will say it fast in my head. It's. Yeah. Uh, I why is it spelled that way? That's. Obnoxious. Yeah, you'd think
0: Pearl would understand the idiosyncrasy of the English language. I mean, she did give Stephen a dictionary for his birthday.
2: Yeah, I like that she mm-hmm. is playing the absolute, like, it's the lesbian instrument, is the bass. <laughs> like, I remember having this, um, very in-depth conversation with a couple other people in line for Rocky Horror Picture Show. And we were talking about, like, nobody could name a girl who played bass who did not also like girls.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I will call out, too, that the song, I I definitely think of all the Crystal Gem stories that we revisit in this movie, besides the fact that Amethyst turns back into Rose again, which I thought was really great because Maximum Capacity is probably my in my top three favorite episodes. Oh, yeah, I could good... argue for it to be my favorite, probably, mm. at least emotionally. But but Pearl's, the way that she gets recharacterized and reconstructed in this movie is totally exceptional, especially the way it even starts off with this song, where everyone else's songs are super happy, but basically the whole montage we get is that <laughs> she didn't learn anything until Rose was gone. And yeah, I just really loved the line of like, after all the tears that I cried, here we are in the future. <laughs>
0: uh, poor Pearl.
3: Everyone's sad. Yeah, but like, you know, Amethyst just needed buddy-buddy friendship from Steven to to remember who she was. Oh, it goes deeper
2: than buddy-buddy. Don't do it down. Those guys are like, ride or die.
3: They had a handshake. That was introduced in this movie. (laughs) They have had two years to come up with it. I know, but I can't believe they came up with a brand new handshake just to make the sequence memorable instead of, like, relying on anything from anywhere in the past. I don't know, I like the handshake.
2: um, Yeah. Sort of. It's very
0: Stephen and Amethyst.
3: Oh, no, it's totally believable. I just wish it had been shown earlier in the show so that we could feel more sad by it when we saw it lost and then come back. But, yeah, I mean, it just happens- Amethyst is the least amount of work for Steven. And Garnet is not the most amount of work because she just kind of needs to hear truth in addition to being fused. But but the work they do to get Pearl back, I think, was really interesting. Yeah. Because um, it sort of helps solidify for us exactly what set Pearl free. And it wasn't just being a rebel. And it wasn't even just Rose dying, per se. It like her coming into her own. Yeah, it, it was Steven who... Really <laughs> just helped show her what it meant to be indep- not codependent on people. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah. I just
0: I, I just keep thinking of an indirect kiss, you know, where Pearl's talking about the Rose's plants and herself and the Crystal Gems. Look at them. They're a mess without our guidance. Yeah, clinging, directionless. I can't remember exactly how she phrased it, but it's like, she basically says, yeah, are you talking about yourselves or the plants, Pearl? <laughs> Quick, Right, as she's Pearl. clinging
3: to Garnet, yeah.
0: Yeah, as as literally as she's clinging to Garnet, just like, you know, we are literally walking in the footsteps of the diamonds <laughs> as they followed behind Stephen. Come on, people, how did you not notice?
2: Yeah, and also the fusion dance she had with Amethyst was so good. It was yeah. just... Mm, I loved it. It was so heartfelt.
0: And we got to hear Opal sing. Yes! Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: And I
2: love how she pulled the bass guitar back out of her gem so she's playing a
0: a comically small instrument relative to her size
2: yeah because i was totally (laughs) like when she took greg's bass guitar like i completely forgot about like oh i guess pearl just had a guitar laying around in her gem and took it out but like no this was a callback to previous in the movie that was good
3: yeah i love amy Mann's voice and also compared to uh at least the few amount of songs i have otherwise heard from her the way that she plays opal just chill as heck like she is so subdued and just feels so cool just brought me right back to giant woman mm-hmm. and was probably the biggest nostalgia wave i got from this movie i have always loved opal's just straight up fantasy design that's so different from all the other fusions but yeah her hearing amy man again was like oh yeah this is a wonderful character
2: what did they describe her as in the in the book a uh, perfect balance which is... in the art book yes or in oh, i
0: just book. looked at that book today i don't know i just know that the handbook described her as forgetful
2: <laughs> right which has become now in the fan and her only character trait i personally relate to amethyst because i also have a younger brother that has grown significantly taller than me and i'm maybe a little <laughs> bit salty about that
3: mm. we, we freaked out so much about steven's neck pre-movie that you know Taller Steven definitely makes me look back on older episodes now with um, almost remorse. Because yeah, who's I this love kid? This. I love well, tall Steven and deep voice Steven.
2: Well, taller Steven. Like, he's still like
3: 5'4". Hey, <laughs> you know.
2: Pearl is like 5'7", and he's still a couple inches shorter than her.
3: <laughs> he's getting somewhere compared to Onion.
2: Compared to Dorian. Onion's getting
0: everywhere, what are you talking about?
2: Oh yeah, Onion
1: is still not... a baby. He hasn't grown.
3: Is that the, is that the canon that he doesn't
0: get taller, he just
3: multiplies? As he uh, apparently, um...
0: <laughs> Yeah, he, he was teleporting just, just as quickly as Lion was. It was wild. I mean, we, we've seen in the comics that Onion has powers.
2: No, yeah, cause I'm just thinking, Stephen... Is still, like, a short 16-year-old boy. He went from door handle height at 14 <laughs> to, like, 6th grader height at 16.
0: Baby steps. Literally.
2: <laughs> and it's funny, because, like, his dad isn't particularly tall, but Rose is 8 feet tall. Or how tall is she, like, confirmed as? How much did Greg, like... She's not,
0: she's not 8 feet tall. I'd say he she's, was like, being... pushing 7. She's pretty big, though.
2: She's pushing 7. Like, if she were in, like, a regular room, I think her hair would brush the ceiling. It would get caught in the ceiling fan. For sure. <laughs> she would have to duck to get in through
1: doorways. Lars only had one line in the whole movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. At the end.
3: Yeah, and it was just kind of like a in unison sing-song
0: line with... Well, no, he did have that line yeah, yeah. at the at the rock concert where... Sadie asks, and how many of you are here for the end of the world? And he's like, wait, what?
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was him?
0: Here because it's the end oh, of the world. Yeah. yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure that was him. Oh.
3: Yeah, no, it was. Oh, man, that okay. also reminds me how I really liked Buck getting tossed off the stage
0: uh, in his tech song, but, uh. <laughs> yeah. He seemed pretty cool with it, though. Yeah. I mean, Buck's, Buck's always cool. That's what he is. So, see you guys in a
3: year and a half when the next Steven Universe content comes out. <sighs>
2: That's very generous of you, David.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's been us on Steven Universe the Movie. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13.
1: I'm Isabel. I'm Sophia.
0: And I'm David.
1: Leave us a review on iTunes.
0: And anywhere else. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarSeaspire.com. Thank you for listening.